this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profit. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast and radio show to encourage, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. Oh, so great to be back with you. I know it has been a minute. Um, What has been going on with you, with me? Lots. <laughs> I'll give you a little update uh, just in a minute there. Um, for any new listeners, welcome, welcome. Uh, love to share the love and the support, uh, the sisterhood, encouragement, um, and to help us gain clarity and strengthen all those things. So I'm so glad you're here. Uh, and for folks returning, uh, it's wonderful to be back with you again. Um, but for everyone, of course, I am Kelly. I am uh, the Women's Empowerment Specialist of Strong Women Co. I'm the director of that as well. It's a company designed to help women be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. We have one-on-one programs, online workshops, and more. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily motivation and inspiration. And uh, I'll put those links in the show notes as per usual. And then also in a link, uh, I'll put uh, our free online sisterhood to connect with women all over the world. Going to do some fun things with the sisterhood um, in this coming year. Um, we're all kind of re-evaluating our relationships with social media, I think. It's a very interesting time um, in, in to be alive in general, um, but we're all trying to figure out exactly who and what and how we want to engage. It's super fascinating. Uh, it's exciting. Absolute time. So, um, as you may know, I am a Newfoundlander and Canadian. I used to do this show from the Netherlands, but we moved uh, back to Canada, but not Newfoundland. We're in New Brunswick, so that's where I'm coming to you today. Uh, I'm coming from you for on our little house, a uh, beautiful house on a lake, uh, which is surrounded by woods. Uh, super happy about that. And uh, with that kind of in mind, <clears throat> I'd like to kind of just give you a little bit of a, uh, just a life update, I guess, uh, of what's been going on and where have you been, Kelly? Uh, okay. So, uh, life update. Uh, I think that last time I was talking to you, we were about to go to Turkey. Um, and, uh, so I'd go to Artemis's temple. Turkey was having an unseasonably, like a heat wave in October at the time, and I don't do well with heat, and neither is my daughter. So we decided to go to Crete instead, which was a beautiful, nourishing experience. I got to have another birthday in Crete, like ridiculous, lucky, grateful. Um, and then what was interesting uh, was uh, I lost my computer while in Amsterdam. Um <laughs> managed to get it back, uh, and get it shipped to me. Um, and then it was stuck in customs for like a month. And it was just like all these different things just kept happening where I kept meaning to put podcasts out, kept having complete intentions. I'm going to put podcasts out and then, you know, just be completely sideswiped of like, absolutely. You will not be doing that. (laughs) So eventually I was like, okay, okay. I'll just regroup in the, in the new year. Um, uh, because I literally, it was like, like you can't do, you don't have your computer anymore. Uh, your phone's not working. Your all of these different things that I do use, um, for these, uh, to put these shows together. So, and then, and then, uh, the other thing of course, uh, was, uh, we had a massive windstorm. It was also a rainstorm 
here in um, it was up the eastern seaboard and also really hit us hard here um, in Atlantic Canada, New Brunswick. And that massive windstorm led, it, it was it was unlike anything anyone had ever seen. This is what we hear a lot, right? And um, that windstorm uh, really set a lot of us back because, for example, I didn't have power electricity for almost a full week. And this was the week uh, right before Christmas, so I had plenty plans <laughs> to do that just just couldn't. And of course, we live like, you know, in the woods, so we're on like a septic system and the power goes. You don't have water or sewer either. Um, so it was uh, it was a challenging time um, and uh, uh, we got through it together. Um, and it was the reality is. There was just so much wind, unlike anyone had ever seen before. And then there was also so much rain. And then the ground was soft. And the the wind was just ripping trees out of ground and throwing them wherever. But often, uh, for our case, on power lines. And uh, there was one example of just how many. It's just like when we woke up uh, the next day after the storm. And may I say that this storm was a storm that nobody predicted. Nobody knew it was going to be this this scary. So this is the, an example of, of how adaptive and flexible we have to be in these uh, modern days with the climate crisis, making things more extreme and, and making the models, um, our previous weather models that we had understood to be predictive, um, the models just aren't catching up to how, how things um, are, are, are changing and sometimes can get more extreme but the uh just a little fun kind of uh reality of of, of it was uh, so we woke up the next morning after the storm and uh we just saw all the trees down and we just looked and we knew that it would be days before power got back because it would just take so much time to take those trees off the power lines and it did um and they had crews from maine they had crews from quebec they had crews from all over to come and the goal was try to get everyone to have power back by uh, it was like almost a, it was started off with 125,000 people but to, and and this is a lot of a lot of remote <laughs> areas um and most people did get it back by uh christmas eve uh which was nice of course and it made it extra special but I didn't get out um, as, as early as I wanted my usual connect and reflect workbook. Uh, literally just didn't have power, didn't have internet, and uh, uh, not in the way that was dedicated anyway. Um, and so, uh, yeah, us, like a lot of people had to figure out how to regroup. We were really lucky. We had a, a wood stove to keep warm and we did get a, a generator, um, to save the food in the fridge and all these things. And, um, uh, it's just something that I've, I've begun to realize that we're just going to have to be smart about and, and to be flexible and to prep for the extreme weather events. Um, I keep wanting to write an essay on this and how much time I have had to put into, um, just dealing with these extreme weather events from the wildfires to the many power outages and the extreme winter snows and all this. And, um, you know, we, we, we must adapt and pay attention and, and realize that we have to take care of ourselves and listen to that thing called intuition and have enough water and enough soup and things that you can heat up. Maybe get a Coleman stove. If you don't have a fireplace. This is just my little, I'm no, I'm not a doomsday prepper at all. Uh, you know, I am an optimist and, and filled with hope in my heart, but I'm also a girl scout <laughs> at heart. And I will say, um, 
we thought we were prepared, you know, but we were prepared for like a day's outage. We weren't prepared for, you know, six and a half days outage of power. Um, you know, so the, and then we had two more storms since, um, and everyone had PTSD, uh, uh, and just trying to like, you know, prep and figure out cause so many people lost so much from like pieces of their house to just like, you know, I was so lucky we didn't lose anyone in Canada from that one. And then after we finished cleaning up uh, the storm, shout out to NB Power for pu putting the power back online. Um, then it was Christmas vacation and we had some family visit. We, we didn't even have power <laughs> when they first showed up. So that was interesting. Um, but yes. And oh, another big life thing. Uh, so then after the new year came and I, we got a puppy. We got a new puppy almost to the day of when Daisy died last year. Uh, her name is Rosie. She's a beagle. We got her at eight weeks old and, uh, it's, it's been, it's been, you know, a bit of a wild ride. Uh, and I'll talk more about her a little bit, uh, in another podcast as I get to know her personality, which is a very stubborn and very smart girl we have. <laughs> But uh, she's also wonderful and pretty chill, really. So we're we're gl we're glad uh, to to get that. And uh, so, um, where have I been? Um, living my life. Uh, there's this Beyonce song. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like you know, I just took a minute to live my life, and it's like I, live my life is another word to put it. I feel like uh, I've been. Looking for share clarity and direction for a bit, you know, um, you know, continuing on with clients and things, um, and uh, in some ways I feel like I'm in the messy middle, uh, which I know is my process. Really, I really do know what's my process, you know, and uh, I do love the 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 people and the women you know, the Liz Gilberts and the Glennon Doyles of the world who talk about the messy middle. And, you know, often we only see people when they're like finished at the end is like, let me tell you my story of how I got here. And it's like, what about the people who are still in the struggle? What about, you know, maybe there's a, a value to that kind of perspective. <clears throat> but, you know, I, I don't think it's uh, uh, unusual for me to be searching for clarity or direction this time of year anyway. <laughs> I think it's kind of common, right? Like, so one year's just ended. Another one's has begun. Um, but I will say it always feels really weird for me to have a uh, new year in January. It still feels like sleepy time. Uh, but you know, uh, the other reason I'm probably also just searching for clarity is almost just a muscle memory because there's been so many Januaries in the last four years that I've had to, um, regroup and start over and um January 2020 so my husband um and I we accepted the job in uh Europe in the Netherlands so it was January 2020 right before the COVID happened of course um and so that that I was starting to move and trying to pack us up and of January 2020 and then January 21 um uh we uh, there was no school for Violet uh in the COVID shutdown and we were in a brand new country just there a couple of months um and uh so I couldn't do my my work and my programs and it was it was a big struggle and then January 2022 we had to get away from a crazy landlord in a place of housing crisis in the Netherlands um which was extremely stressful. And then in January, 2023, uh, I packed us up to move back to New Brunswick or move back to Canada to New Brunswick. So I feel like I, this month is been such a, a month of transition and adapting and, and 
what have you, that I know I don't have anything in particular um, that I know of transitional wise besides the new puppy. And I guess maybe that's the, that's the shift. That's the new thing. We've been, we've brought another member in, uh, in this January. So I feel like I'm just wanting to put my feet on the ground and, and to have a, a few breaths, you know, so I've been taking some breaths, gathering myself up, taking inventory about, you know, what's, what do I like? What's going on? What do I want more of? What do I want less of? And like many in the online world, I'm trying to figure out how much to be online. How much do I share? You know, I think uh, a lot of us that kind of got, you know, hit the ground running and we're so sharing and vulnerable and it felt good, but then it gets a little weird, you know, when so many people know so much about you. And then also, you know, having to kind of perform and show up in a certain way. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of can be confusing. And, uh, I've seen this coming up a lot for the Glennon Doyles and Liz Gilberts of the world, you know, that, um, they've, they've pulled back from social media. A lot of people are so pulling back from social media. A lot of people are even pulling back from doing podcasts. Some of my favorite podcasts, uh, you know, uh, have dropped to once one a month and then, you know, one every three months because people are, are, you know, we're growing and evolving, uh, with this, this medium. Um, and so like here I am in New Brunswick and it's, it's easy to enjoy the simple things, but, uh, there's pretty much only simple things here. Like the isolation is, 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 is kind of getting to me a little, um, but I, like, I do love the forest and I do love the nature and, and all of that, but I'm feeling a bit, a bit squirmy. Um, and, uh, the reality is, you know, it took me a minute to get my head around 2024. <laughs> if I'm honest, um, it still feels like a sci-fi number and I'm still reflecting a little bit on the year that was, um, of course I'm remembering what I was doing January of this last year. And I encourage you to, to think about that as what were you doing this time last year, you know, and how, how far away does that version of you feel? And maybe give her a little bit of love, um, for what she was going through that was able to get you here, um, right now. And, you know, the, the funny thing is, I always think January 1st is such a weird time for the Northern Hemisphere to ever have a, a new year, right? If, if anything else, you know, you know, it's probably spring to me. So maybe like March 21st makes sense for a new year, this new life and, and all of that, especially where I, where I am, where we have, uh, you know, a real winter. But of course, there's Embolc, uh, which is halfway between the solstice and the equinox. That's one of Earth's holy days, according to several different uh, cultures, including the Celtic uh, religions. And it's St. Bridget's Day. It's the first day of spring. Um, some people consider it. And it's the kind of getting ready for spring. It's not like you're expecting sprouts to come up, but you're getting ready for the spring. You're, get, you're gathering the seeds. You're organizing yourself. You're trying, you're seeing what's left over from last year that you can plant again. You know, like it's like we're going to really metaphorical and literal things that our ancestors used to do that we can, we can kind of dive into. And it's all about, you know, um, figuring out who, who you are right now and, and who you want to be. And that's what I'm doing uh, right now. So I've been figuring out who I am now right? This version of me. And, and what does this version of me want? Um, because I know I am a master manifester and sometimes I just have to figure out what direction to go in. And although this feels super squirmy, my husband will remind me, this is part of my process, you know, and, and there is such joy in, in the seeking, right? Uh, and, and, and I am a seeker and anyone else who is like constantly looking and curious, hungry, um, for, 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 for knowledge, for, you know, uh, hunger for knowing thyself and knowing thy world and everything, you will know uh, what I'm coming from. 
So as I am figuring out who I am here now, I remind myself that whatever I am doing in my seeking, I am still here right now. So I invite you to take a deep breath with me. Breathe out and repeat after me. I am here. I am whole. I am, and say your name. I am here. I am whole. I am Kelly. And so with that, let's take those three breaths that I know so many of us love. And we'll take those breaths. Put your feet on the ground if you can. If you're walking or driving, that's fine. We're just going to do it wherever you're at. Let's take those shoulders away from your ears. Relax your jaw. Close your eyes if you can. A couple of easy breaths here. Just notice the cool air going in through your nose. Out through your mouth if you can. Notice if there's any part of your body that needs a little love. That has a little bit of tension. Relax the space between your eyes. Relax the small of your back. Wheel your toes, put those down. And we're going to breathe in through our nose nice and steady. Hold and let it out. Another one just like that, breathing in. Hold, stretch out those lungs. Let it out with a little sigh. <sighs> okay, just a couple of normal breaths here. Notice how those two breaths have already slowed things down. And now let's get ready for our last breath. Let's make it a really big one. Breathing in through our nose. Get the top and the bottom of your lungs. Feel the stretch. Breathe in a little bit more air. Hold it. Three, two, one. Let it out with a sigh. <sighs> All right, let's do this. So let's get to the topic of the show. This is something that I needed help with. And if, like the personal is political, the micro and the macro. Um, when me and my uh, clients need help with things, I know other folks are uh, could certainly use the tools and tricks to, to help them along with the same thing as well. So have you thought about what you wanted for 2024? Uh, asking yourself this, these questions about what you actually want of the year is really important, you know, and, I, and I'm not saying New Year's resolutions, you know, like particularly against them. I think like making promises to yourself and goals is a good thing. I think that's how we move forward. But it is a little disheartening. You know, I, I don't feel like we really do New Year's resolutions that we hold ourselves to it. So sometimes it just means that we're just punishing ourselves for <laughs> not following through. So I'm not into that. I'm not into helping women punish themselves. But I am into helping us gain clarity about what we actually want. You know, what do we want from this year? How do we want to feel? Who do we want to be? What are our goals? What do we want more of? What do we want less of? <laughs> what are some words that you would like to take with you um, in, in 2024? And, you know, if we don't stop and take a moment to ask ourselves what we want, you know, life just whizzes by, especially for women. It's so easy for our, us to put our own dreams and desires 
uh, just to the side while, you know, we take care of loved ones, um, you know, or struggle to, to feed ourselves or struggle with mental health or all of these things that women have to, to do and adapt and be flexible just, just to live. Um, and sometimes, you know, it, it feels like we just got to just getting through the day. And if you are just getting through the day or, you know, um, you know, wherever you are on, on your journey and we want to kind of just take a breath and be like, okay, what do I actually want? What do I want from this year? You know, you are a master manifester. There's no question about that. You can make things happen and the universe helps those who help themselves. I've personally witnessed it too often to think otherwise, but I do, I have a, a worksheet for you totally free. Uh, link is in the show notes here. Um, and uh, in that little tiny, it's just like six little questions and it's designed to help you gain clarity um, on your heart's desires and how you want to feel and how can you help yourself feel and get to the goals you want to get to. Super easy. Sometimes, you know, it is about teasing those ideas out so that we can really truly see what we want. How, how do we, what direction we want to move in? What does our heart actually desire? What brings us actual happiness? So link in the show notes for that worksheet, please, please go ahead and get it. It's, it's, it's um, my pleasure to, to give it to you. It's something that I was using for myself. So I was like, all right, I'm going to give this to podcast listeners uh, and social media followers, because I think it is so important for women to ask themselves and write it down, uh, you know, what, what they actually do want. And, you know, so, so what are your dreams for this year? Have, have you asked yourself that? So I'm going to ask that and I'm just going to leave a little bit of space. So to see what pops up for you, what are your dreams for this year? What are your dreams for your life in general? Have we tapped into that recently? Have you, did you have an idea of what you thought your life would be like? And I'm not saying, you know, we have to hold on to those things all the time, but sometimes they can help us to find a direction in where we want to move. You know, how could 2024, how could this year help you towards the dreams of your life? How, how could it support you on your path to where you want to go, to who you want to be? How would you, what would you do? Is a good question to ask. What would you love to see in 2024? What would you love to feel in 2024? What do you want to learn in 2024? What do you want to heal from in 2024? What do you want to accomplish in 2024? What do you want to let go of in 2024? And the other really important questions beside that is how can you help yourself in 2024? How can you be easier on you? How are you going to care for yourself this year? How are you going to care for yourself in the ways that you need to be cared for? How do you, this is a okay, real question. How do you want to treat yourself in 2024? better, <laughs> better than the previous year, maybe, maybe, maybe you want to treat yourself with more discipline of, you know, okay, I'm going to actually show up for myself and get the discipline in my writing or get the discipline in my exercise or get the discipline in getting my water or whatever it is. Or maybe you treat yourself more kindly with more compassion. 
Maybe you treat yourself with a combination of the two. I'm reminded of Caesar Milan, my dog trainer uh, that I I follow on TV and a dog whisperer. And he talks about dogs needing three things. And just like people, we need self-discipline. We need exercise and we need love and affection. We need all of those things. So how, what could you do to, to help yourself with those things in 2024? And I got a real, another great question for you right now. What would happen in this year if you were completely loved and supported? What could you accomplish? Hmm? What could you take off your list? What could you feel good about? What could you feel that you have succeeded in if you were supported in 2024? Then my other question is, how can you create a life where you feel that loved and supported? Maybe you need to be voicing your needs more about what love and support needs for you. Maybe you need to soften and realize that to get the love and support you need, you need to look inward and recognize that you need to be more open or vulnerable. You know, it's really wherever you are to where can you get so that you can feel supported and loved completely in 2024. So I've created that little worksheet for you to gain clarity on what you want uh, from this year. And, you know, there's, I have one of my favorite uh, poets of all time is Mary Oliver. Probably not a surprise if she's utterly amazing. And I think about this poem often. Um, it's, uh, it's called The Summer Day, but this is my favorite part of the poem. I don't know exactly what prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down into the grass, how to be idle and blessed how to stroll through the fields, which is what I've been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last or too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? So good, right? What is, you, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? So go ahead, get that worksheet if you want, you know, and uh, even if you don't have it printed, uh, something to print it on, the, I have it so that you can just use the questions like journal prompts. And I want you to figure out what you want to plan to do with your one and one wild precious life this year. I'm reminding you that you are the captain of your own ship. No one else. You decide. You are the driver of your destiny. It's the actions you take. It's the choices you make. It's the focus you put on because focus is attention. And if you want something, if you want to achieve a goal, write it down and then it helps with your focus. Spelling things out is literally sp making spells. We're witches. We're spelling it out because you are the master of your fate, whether you realize it or own up to it or not. And you can accomplish great things. You already have accomplished so many great things. And I have seen firsthand what women can accomplish given the teeniest, tiniest bit of direction and support. You make magic all the time. I've seen it. And that magic is your life. 
Make sure you are the main character in your story. You're not just supporting characters in other people's stories. What do you want? Let that be the driver of this year for you. There is this one post uh, I posted a couple weeks ago on the Strong Woman Co. Facebook page. And it was um, a post about um, a, a woman had gone to a funeral for um, a, another woman who had died. Someone she didn't know very well. So she was just kind of learning about who this woman was through the eulogy and people talking about her and that. And as people talked about her, she, how they described her was, you know, a woman who never complained and, you know, she always put others first and, you know, she was just such a great support and, you know, it's like all of that seems great. But this post that got so much attention on Strong Woman Co., was kind of pleading with women to not be this quiet woman who never, ever complains and always puts other people first. And, you know, as she was listening, um, the, the author of this post, um, she was like, I didn't learn a thing about who this woman was. You know, you could have insert any, any kind of woman in history of what we were supposed to do. Uh, and she pleaded, she was pleading with the readers of this post to, to not have a eulogy like this woman had so that people would know who she, who you are, you know, that you didn't just put people first. They want, we want to know about you. Your voice is, is important. And I will say, you know, if you don't know exactly what you want yet, that's totally okay. That's understandable. I don't think you're supposed to know exactly what you want at every single time. That would be, you know, being so inflexible. Uh, you know, and the worksheet will definitely help with gaining clarity. That's why I designed it for myself and you. But, you know, that the kind of the messy middle, I know it's squirmy. I'm squirmy too. It's it's the fun part really though. It's the seeking and the asking. And I'm here to remind you that literally nothing's impossible. You know, with the right kind of thinking and, and there's, there's so many things I thought were impossible that I just see defy you know, science, defy reality, defy so many things. There's nothing is impossible. And you are a strong, powerful woman who has faced so many demons uh, and lived to tell uh, the tale about them. You know, and I mean, demons is in a complicated way. Demons don't, aren't always bad. Sometimes they offer challenges that we need to rise above and to stand up and to find ourselves against something. And, you know, you are the universe wrapped in skin. You are the universe expressing itself. How dare you deny the voice of the universe to express itself? Don't do that. Your voice matters. Use it. The world needs it. The world needs more women to be confident enough, to have the audacity enough to say what they think and they feel. Because every time we do it, we change the world for the better. We break the, the cultural script that women are supposed to, oh, never complain and always support others. And yes, that is something that we often do, but I don't want that to be our, our, our main feather in our hat. That is ridiculous. We are so much more than that. So your voice matters. You need to use it. The world needs you to use it. Your heart's happiness and its desires matter. And, and your, your, you can't let other people's hearts and desires be your priority for your whole life. It's just, it's, you'll, you will, the greatest <laughs> regret on people's beds, right? In the deathbed in, the, in that study is not being, not living to your fullest, the way that you wanted to, or the way that people want to, because they're afraid of how people would, would regard them or, or whatever. 
Don't live under other people's expectations and limitations. This is your one wild, precious life. We no promise. What's the word? How's it go? Tomorrow is promised to no one. So please, please, you know, take control of this beautiful life of yours and this year that we have. And let your heart's happiness and desires, let, let it be your guide for this year. The guy, let it guide you through the, the worksheet. And then moving from there, let's, let it be a springboard. Be brave enough to do, to ask yourself these questions. Be brave enough to do the worksheet. To be brave enough to be happy. Imagine. It does take bravery to be happy, I think, sometimes in this world. With so many generations of just, you know, hardship. Be brave enough to be happy. You can do it. Be brave enough to let your freak flag fly. Be you. Be yourself. The world needs you to be you, not who you think the world needs you to be. And be brave enough to be honest with yourself about what you want. Write it down. Do the worksheet or the journal prompts, whatever you want to do it. But make sure to open your heart and watch the opportunities unfold right after you figure out, you get direction, you get clarity. Because after you write it down, you will see, you will feel more alignment of who you want to be and what you want from this year. And it's not that it might not change, whatever. But sometimes, you know, every journey is the first few steps. So open your heart and watch the opportunities unfold. Why? Really? Honestly? Totally totally true because you can accomplish anything. And now it's time for the featured song of the show. This one um, has been one of my favorite January songs now for several years. Um, It's called Slow Burn by Casey Musgraves. Uh, It's from her 2018 album and she's an American singer and songwriter. And I love this song for the time of year of January or February where I I live because spring is certainly not until uh, late March. Um, And it's kind of these months in January and February um, when things are supposed to be a bit slower. This this kind of myth of the eternal spring, right? Eternal new and eternal growth, eternal. It's just it's just not it doesn't exist in nature. It doesn't exist in cycles. It doesn't exist in 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 you know math or science. Like you just can't have constant growth. Well, constant growth, I guess, is in some ways it's cancer. So like this eternal spring, this this kind of constant going is just it's not reality. It's it's based in capitalism. It's based in deprivation. It, 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 it's based in this fair mindset and the scarcity mindset of just never, they're not being enough. And it's just not true. It's just not true. You know, like everything needs a rest. Machines even need to be shut down for maintenance. You know, everything needs that kind of downtime. And this capitalist society we live into is, is not so happy about the downtimes. Um, and they, they make us feel bad for, for wanting kind of slow time. So that's again, again, why I love this song. So this song in, encourages you uh, to take your time and have a rest and, you know, uh, to, to enjoy the slow burn of things, you know, just letting the world turn and, and, you know, seeing things unfurl uh, and, and not having to always, you know, be on top of everything and, and enjoying the slow burn of things. 
And of course, if you want some help with gaining clarity and focus for 2024, download the free worksheet. Um, and you know, uh, it, it's worth its weight in gold. I promise you that to gain clarity, uh, to gain hope, to gain optimism, and to, to gain uh, strength to move towards the person you want to be, the life you want to live, and the happiness that you absolutely deserve. So uh, with that, I'll leave you with Casey Musgraves to take it away. I'll talk to you soon. Love you so much. Mad Mega Love. Cold.